True mental toughness is the ability to keep taking action when all hope seems lost. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Millionaire Woman Show, where we bring you special guests that will inspire you, motivate you, and educate you in life, leadership, and business people around the globe who are sharing their wisdom. And today is a very special episode that is a mic dropping episode because I've brought together a couple of my friends here that have been conquering and crushing that 75 hard challenge along with myself to share their wisdom. And just want to point out some resources. This program was developed by Andy Frazella and he has the 75 hard book and the 75 hard um, app that you can get. And I also recommend that you listen to the Carrie Doll Inner Circle podcast, episode March 17th, where she talks about conquering the 75 hard challenge with her husband, Stephen. So I want to give a shout out to those podcasts. And Andy Frizzella has a podcast, Real AF, that you'll want to check out some good wisdom nuggets dropping all around. And today, we want to share some of our experiences with you along this journey and what a powerful journey it has been. So we're going to start off with letting everyone who's joined me today um, introduce themselves and a little bit about themselves, and then we'll get into some powerful questioning and you may surprise yourself to learn a lot more about this program. Starting with Sherry. Hi, thanks so much for the invite. I'm really excited to talk about uh, 75 Hard and share my experience or my perspective. And uh, again, I'm in travel and tourism and uh, looking forward to chatting. Thanks so much, Sherry and Val. Hi, thanks for the invite, Deb. My name is Valerie Bovera. I'm a business development manager in the auto industry. And today is day 60 of 75 for me. Very excited to be here. So awesome. And Catherine. Hi, I'm Catherine Vu. I own uh, Proactive IT Management and today is day 75. Just got back from my walk. So yeah. Woohoo! Rocking it out. And we have Karen. Hi, I'm Karen. I am in healthcare. I have two small middle kids, seven and nine. And I finished my day 75 yesterday. Woohoo! She says with such relief. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really want to really dive into what intrigued you about the 75 hard program. And uh, what has been your experience from where you started to where you are now? I'm going to start with Val. Hi, um, for me, for me, I would say that when you invited me to join 75 hard, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I really felt challenged just with the word 75 hard. And, you know, I listened to the podcast and I thought, okay, you know, maybe I can do this. And then 
when I found out that Karen and Sherry and Catherine and yourself were doing it, I thought, you know what? If I'm going to do this with somebody, that's the girls I would want to do it with. I know they will help me to hold me accountable. And that's why I joined. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, as, as you said, you know, the accountability is huge. And, you know, thinking of the list, and for those of you who do not know what's on the list, you know, the 75 hard challenge is truly about a mental toughness game. And mm-hmm. it ha- involves, you know, having two workouts, one must be outside, they're both 45 minutes each that you do a diet of your choice, whether it be keto, paleo, whatever that might be for you. No cheat meals, no alcohol. Yeah, 75 days, guys. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, awesome. A progress pick. And, you know, as simple as it might seem, it's often the one that could be the one that gets forgotten. And also, um, guys, chime in because I'm drawing a blank here, um, what I'm missing no cheat me reading. Oh, yes, 10 pages of reading, and it must be nonfiction. So we're looking at personal development, um, something in your industry, perhaps, to really help you grow. And um, it's, it's been an exciting journey to learn more about those things, right? So accountability is huge. And knowing that when you look at the list, like for myself, I was like, oh, the gallon of water. So th- in uh, Canadian terms, it's 3.8 liters. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in US terms, it is a one gallon of water. And, um, you know, that for me, I thought would be my hard. And here's the thing, everyone has their own hard. And we know that we can do hard things. So we're here to share with you some of the things that we've been able to conquer that we thought would be hard for us. And now it's something that's just part of a lifestyle, right? So I'm going to jump over to Catherine, who's on her last day finishing off her 75 hard. And what made you decide to join in? So, you know, Carrie is a friend of mine. And when she did it in March of last of this year, she asked me to join with her. Is it March of this year? Yeah, I can't time. I've lost time. But she asked me to join. Uh, Yeah, it was March. And, um, and I said to her, Oh, I don't know, because, you know, the walking at night, that was kind of my my concern was, was really dark and not the cold itself. So I said, you know what, maybe I'll do 75 soft. We were just kidding, right? Like, <laughs> and then I was going to do it in June. And uh, I thought, well, June, the, the light daylight would be longer. And then I forgot all about it until you say, you know, Catherine, I'm going to do 75 hard. What do you think? And I said, yeah, I thought about it. Remember, like we, I think we were kayaking or something. Like, I think about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm open to it, but I'm like, well, the timing isn't right. So, and then I remember you sending that podcast from Andy Frazella and it says the timing is never right. So just start. And I literally like, okay, I'll do it on Monday. On Monday. And, and yeah, and that's how it started. Right. So it's, it just, you know, like, oh, I have this party, I have this golf tournament and you know, those are all drinking and celebration stuff. I just didn't think I could do it until after. But you're right, life, and I really need the mental toughness, not for my physical lifestyle, but more for work lifestyle. I was kind of getting kind of like in the rut a little bit. So I thought that this will give me the focus that I need. 
Awesome. So focus is a huge part of this program, as well as keeping those commitments to yourself, right? Keeping and maintaining a discipline, but above all is keeping those promises to yourself. And like you said, you know, walking in the dark and, you know, when people are listening, they're thinking two workouts a day, you know, automatically when I first read it, my mind went to, I got to lift weights two times a day. And that's not what he says. You know, you, if you're someone who's interested in the program, you don't have to lift weights. It could be two walks a day. It could be that you go swim for 45 minutes and you can go walk another period of time. So I'm, I'm glad you jumped in, Catherine. That was wonderful. I'm going to jump over to Sherry. Um, Sherry, um, what made you decide to join in with us? Well, we've done some big challenges together before, and I'm always wanting to be in support of my friends. So I wasn't really worried. I started strong and thought that it, uh, I, I wasn't overly worried. I, I as Val mentioned, um, if, an, if ever you're going to do this, I, these are certainly the ladies um, that I would like to do this with. So for me, it didn't, there wasn't much hesitation. The hesitation comes later in my story. And for those of you who have listened to some of my other podcasts, you've probably heard me talk about some of these ladies, Sherry, especially, and Karen. Um, They are the individuals who were with me in the marathon. So I've talked about them on a previous podcast, and um, now you get to meet them on the voice and live if you're watching us on YouTube. Now, Karen, it's your turn. I have um, always liked certain, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's positive peer pressure. If, you know, if it's, it sounds like a good idea, I, um, I'm in, uh, I'll do it. 2020, as we know, has been a much different year than anybody has ever anticipated. And I dealt with it fairly well, but in other parts and other times in my life, I have had mental health struggles. So the, the challenge of being mentally tough to me Sometimes it's every day I have to be mentally tough, whether it's being, you know, okay, I got to have a shower today, or I got to get these, you know, kids up and show them that you still got to do things even when you don't necessarily want to do things. So for me, it was more of doing the mental challenge because really everybody needs that. Like you need to be mentally tough at different parts in your life. And this is just kind of like, well, I sometimes don't think I'm mentally tough, but I'm still here. So I'm mentally tough and nothing in the program. If you look at it, it's not hard to read 10 pages. It's not hard to drink water. It's not hard to go outside and walk for 45 minutes. So nothing individually is hard. It can be uncomfortable and And that's what makes it hard is when you have to try and coordinate everything to make sure you get it done. That's where, and that's where the hard comes from. And because we all knew each other previously through a fitness journey, I think we started in a different place than maybe some other people might have started. And so for us doing the 45 minute workout wasn't daunting whereas somebody else who hasn't been working out they they hear that and it's daunting like that would be their hard yeah so 
it was more just, you know, the, the positive challenge of doing it and also to prove that I know I can do mentally hard things. So this is something to aim towards. Yeah, thank you for reinforcing that mental health aspect, because it is, you know, many people feel face different challenges in different parts of their lives. And, you know, we don't want to take that for granted. But how can we sharpen the saw, as Stephen Covey would say, how can we be on top of our game? And I, I really appreciate you sharing that. And one of the You're things, welcome. when I think about you, Karen, I remember when we were asking each other, do you think this is okay? And the biggest <laughs> thing was, if you have to ask, no, the answer is no. So you already know, like, if you have to ask if something's okay, whether it be the diet or whatever diet, like for myself, I followed a clean diet. So and you know, because I wanted something that I'm going to sustain as a lifestyle. You know, for others, they want a short term, um, like keto or paleo, like they're going to use it for the short term. And for some, they might continue on for having it as a lifestyle. So I loved when we were popping in our little chat group that was so if you have to ask, the answer is no. <laughs> Anybody want to chime in on that? Val, do you want to chime in about diet? Any of you? I'm, I'm trying to remember what the, there was a couple of inquiries. It was jam. It was jam for me. Was it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. That's right. Oh, that's right. Was it, it, I think it was around a drink. Yeah. Somebody had a fancy I, drink. I was at a restaurant and I was asking you guys, do you think I could have this? And then, and then I was like, oh, yes. If I have to ask, the answer is no. Um, and what I ended up doing was ask, telling the server I was on 75 hard and that I would love a beverage. And, it, and it, we ended up having water. And I got raspberries muddled and lemon slices added to my drink. And then anyone I had a meal with, I went to the same restaurant, ordered the same thing three days in a row. And they brought me the same drink. But anybody I was drinking with and having my meal with, they ordered the exact same thing, which was very interesting to me. They were like, no, I'll just have that too. So it made it easy. I think an another thing that came up, and Catherine, I'll have you speak to this, is it's about not making it convenient or Karen, both of you. I remember that was another thing that came up for us. Life isn't convenient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I live a pretty busy life and uh, to fit everything in during the day um, that takes a lot of coordinate coordinating. And because my schedule are not always the same, it's even more challenging. And so that was, I realized that I always say I'm not really a planner when it comes to business, but I'm a freaking awesome planner because you can't finish 75 heart without planning. You know, you have to plan like, okay, I'm going to do my weights here. I'm going to do my walk here. And then you got to shift body parts. Otherwise you'll be so sore. You can't, <laughs> you can't move, which was what happened. I think on day 29 for me, I, I was just so in, I was in pain. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine moving or walking and I was just like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can do this. And so I did a yoga, a 75 minute yoga class. And I realized, Oh, that's a workout and I need that. And so I've added yoga into 
part of the 75 hard and, and it's it's been amazing so you know sometimes because you have to do it if i think if you do, if you weren't on 75 hard you're like oh i'm tired I, I i worked out i don't have to do another one right like i'm good but because you're on 75 hard you got to do two workouts you have to kind of plan it you don't have an excuses and i think that's what kind of 75 heart does it for you i like that it's a little check mark and i love the app because the app i'm like mm -hmm. and it reminds me it's it tape and then you can go back and look at your progress picture i would write my workout and how i was feeling during that day so mm -hmm. i can't wait to go back and review it uh but yeah no it's not convenient for sure uh, you definitely have to be organized. Um, my days would often start at 5.30, 5.45, and that's when I would get the outdoor. Most of the time, that's when I would do my outdoor, and it was um, usually a four, four-and-a-half-kilometer walk with the dog. And so I found if I didn't get um, a head start on the day that you're kind of backpedaling. I have the freedom that I work only part-time, so I have a little bit more flexibility in my day, but not every day is like that. So the days I work, it's, okay, when am I going to get that second workout in? Because when I'm done work, I want to spend time with the kids. I don't want to be away from them for another 45 minutes. So in that case, it's like, okay, I can walk during my, my lunch hour. I'll stack my lunch and a break. I'll get my 45 minutes in then. And if I'm eating in the car when I'm driving, safe driving. And just you, you have to be, you have to be a planner to succeed in some way. I'm sure you could wing it if you have a very open schedule. You know, and I, and I think about the challenges that come up. Like, you know, we, we'll talk about the weather um, and I'm going to throw in COVID because I remember when I, I had started in August <laughs> and like four days in, I'm like, you guys, I just got put in isolation for positive contact with COVID. I'm like, and how am I going to do my workouts? Like, seriously, this is, I'm not willing to go back to day one. And that's the one of the things that I didn't say at the beginning when we were sharing all the criteria that if you miss any one of those things, you go back to day one. And because I was so headset stubborn about, you know, going into the program and I was like, okay, non-negotiable. And you know, if I went back to day one, I went back to day one, but I wasn't going to let external circumstance be the decision maker for me. Yeah. And uh, so I messaged you guys and they're like, you, you'll figure it out. Um, and the weather was nice at the beginning. So when no one was around, I went to my backyard, I took my weights and I did some outside workouts. Well, every lunch hour I went and I can't leave my property. I said, okay, guys, how many times do you think I can circle my house in 45 minutes? So I, I'm, it was 68 to 75 times every lunch hour for those first two weeks, I was walking around my house in circles. Now that's not a big distance. It's quite repetitive. And uh, I remember putting in the audio book. Um, it's Tim, Tim Grover, I believe it is, but it is all about a champion mindset. I was listening to the audio book in addition to my 10 pages and he kept my sanity and it was and the other one's the relentless mindset. I believe it was, but those two kept my sanity of just going around because once I got so caught up in the book, I couldn't pay attention to how many times I was walking around. But I know if you come with the mindset that you have no excuse, you'll figure it out 
And these girls, I tell you, they were like, okay, I'm putting a bet on this. How, this is how many times you're going to go around. So they made it fun. They made me stick to it. And, you know, I went in the pouring rain. Many of us did that too, you know, dress for the weather and you're just going to go out and do it. So um, you'll, you'll find a way. And, and if not, and you decide that you're going to start at day one, you start at day one. So find out what it is for you. For me, it was external circumstance that I wasn't going to let myself throw in the towel. And it's, again, it's a personal thing. It's your own personal journey. And that's what I want to stress to you. Um, the personal journey, because there's days that we have, you know, family dynamics and we have other things that happen externally in the world. And there was times I said to the girls, okay, that's it done, you know? And then I was like, no, I'm not going to let external circumstance push me to the edge of throwing down a challenge because I'm having a bad mood or having a bad day with someone. So it's like, no, I'm going to regroup, going to talk to my tribe and going to push through. How about you, Sherry? What are, what are some of the things that you faced? That was, uh, I, I wasn't expecting to face anything that I didn't think I could handle. I thought I had, uh, well, of course, with COVID, everything had changed. Um, I had, uh, and there's not anybody I know that hasn't been affected by COVID in one way or another. And we're all having really unique um, experiences. Um, so I was on day three. The water was a lot of water. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think for me, I was. I think that was the thing that I was um, probably or noting the most. I'm not sure I was complaining, but I was like, "Wow, that's that's a lot of water." I wasn't worried about the workouts because um, I'm kind of we're all in the rhythm of doing a workout. Um, the reading. I'm a speed reader. This is going to be so good for me. And on day three or four, I was unexpectedly laid off from my job that I so enjoyed. And I was just blindsided. And everything in my body was just so it was such a visceral feeling that I just couldn't, I just could not fathom any more thoughts or organizing or planning in my brain to continue with 75 hard. What is interesting now though, um, after a, a lot of hustle, a lot of work, I've now accepted a new role and I counted the days from the day of when I would have had been let go to the day I will start and that's about 84 days. So in hindsight, okay, do I have regrets? I'm not sure I have regrets. But what I do know is that I wonder what it would have looked like if I would have just stayed fo focused, although I have to say from a mental health perspective, I was really struggling. And I kept thinking, how am I going to manage the sadness and the overwhelming you know, sort of fear of all the emotions probably that everybody feels. And how am I going to manage that and fit everything in? And so I just thought, nope, Sherry, just manage your emotions. That's all you can do. You'll do this another time. But I do wonder through 
84 scared days, 84 nerve wracking, fearful challenges with mental health, like probably this actually not probably, I absolutely know that I should have moved forward with 75 hard. Now I'm giving myself grace. So I'm not beating myself up because I'm in amongst a group of women here that would never want me to feel bad about myself. Um, so there's, it's, I'm so grateful because I'm not beating myself up. All I know is that there'll be another time for me and I'm looking into January because it sounds like these lovely ladies that a few of them wanted to have another go around in January. And that really feels like a perfect, um, a perfect uh, time for me. In the meantime, am I drinking my water? Yeah. Am I started with my workouts again? Yeah. Am I doing my reading? Yes, I am. So it's certainly put in some great practice for me. And I think I'll be really prepared come January. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I'm just so grateful that I don't feel bad about myself for quitting. And mm -hmm. I think that's not to make it as an easy, that it was an easy decision or make anyone else you know, have the, you know, permission to let themselves off the hook. I will say, I look at these ladies, you know, yes, you were walking around your house 75 times or 68 times or however many times. Karen is a mom. Val is a mom um, and has a our job where he's on the road. Like, Nobody had it easy. I certainly didn't have it any worse than anybody else. It's just that was the decision I made at that moment. And I just didn't get going back on track with it. And I, I, like I said, I wanted definitely to have you on here to share that part of the story for those people who are mentoring out 75 hard. And like, like I said to you, when it calls to you and you're ready, I know you're going to do what's right for you. And that's what everybody listening, and I'm going to throw this disclaimer, I know we're part way in, but for anyone, um, if you're going to start an exercise program and you have never done one, please check with your physician. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not, we're not here giving any type of health advice or, you know, workout advice or exercise advice. We're just sharing our experiences. So this is a disclaimer for you to check in with your physician first. And Sherry, you know, I don't know if you had a chance, I didn't ask you before we started, that you've had a chance to already read 75 hard, or get some glimpses of it. But I think what I love the most is you sharing your learning already by observation, your experience. Um, and also, you know, I think the app, you know, we, we talked about, you know, the progress pick, you know, how, what did you learn? Um, what was your greatest learning from this experience? Because, you know, people think, oh, I failed. You didn't fail. Okay. You have a learning experience that you can take with you because you're going to be better and stronger going into the next challenge and whatever that might be, because you, you've done reflection and you've really thought about these past 84 days. I am um, in anticipation of our conversation today. 
I did read the 75 hard book and I think it was a great read. It, it, there was a lot that I learned, uh, from, from it that I don't know that I captured on the podcast or the app. It was a lot of the why and also the kind of like the struggles that this Andy Frizzella went through. Like this isn't a guy that just had a really easy life. Um, you know, he had ups and downs and he had um, job uh, change and life changes. And, and then he just sort of eventually kind of worked into this kind of program worked for him. And it wasn't about the physical toughness. It was about the mental challenge. So all along, people would say to me, oh, what, you know, like you already do all this stuff. No, no, no. It's the mental challenge. It's the mental challenge. And so I agree with that app. Um, it's just a fairly nominal cost. I think it was $6.99 Canadian, I think. And um, it was just great to have one place where everything was captured. Um, I forgot to take my progress picture and that I restarted and for a couple more days. And then eventually I just, um, I didn't actually finish. That said, what I would do is download the app, read the book, listen to Carrie Dahl's podcast, get on and listen to Andy Frizzella's Potty Mouth uh, podcast. <laughs> and um, yeah, and just like really go all in. Because there's not one lady in this group that had an easy go of it. Um, include Like probably, I was probably the best prepared best situation to actually succeed and I mentally did not go through with it and life does blindside us like you had an event that completely took you off guard my off guard was you know having to isolate and you know asymptomatic feeling great but that's what life is like. Life can mm -hmm. throw us those curveballs. So I really want to uh, acknowledge you and thank you for sharing that experience so that the listeners and the viewers can get a take of giving themselves grace, but knowing that when you are ready and prepared for the next one, I, I can't wait to celebrate with you. Yes. And I feel the same way. And almost, I, I almost don't want to wait until January, but I know in order to set myself up for success, I'm going to need my, my ladies around me. So I look forward to it. It's something to look forward to um, rather than dread, which is a, a nice, is a really nice feeling. Yeah. And I sense that this uh, circle of ladies is going to be expanding because now that people have been watching and pay attention, they're intrigued. They want to learn more. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Sherry. Now, Val, I would love for you because you're the one who said, hey, did you read the book? Because I had not read the book before we got started. Uh, I was just going in on base what I read on the website, you know, listen to the podcast. And I was like, okay, I'm in. Um, but it was you who introduced the book to me and said, you know, you might want to read this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad that I ordered it. It was such a great book. I think one of my biggest challenges throughout the 75 hard was going to be the reading. I think that's that and no alcohol, to be completely honest. I just, I couldn't imagine coming home from work. I travel for work. And if there's one thing I really enjoy doing with my husband is having a drink. We really do. And, but the reading. And when I saw that he had a book out, 
I thought I have to get this book. Like I really need to do a deep dive and really just, I'm all in, but I need to really figure out what I just got myself all into because I was very, very fearful. And I was, I just, I love the book. The book was an easy read. It was very explanatory. Um, I love chapter 18, how he really takes us and describes to us how we're going to feel, you know, from day one to 15, uh, you know, 15 to 21. Like there's all these stages of how you're going to feel. And I guess it kind of, um, it just put some ease on me. It helped me to be able to, I guess, realize that I can do this. I can do hard things. I'm going to learn a lot. Clemental toughness, like not drinking. And I mean, really, who has time to think about wine when you have to drink a gallon of water anyway? So <laughs> I don't. Bathroom. <laughs> yeah, too busy going. Yeah, try traveling for work and having to stop at every gas station every 45 minutes so that you can go to the washroom. <laughs> But no, the book was phenomenal. I would highly recommend everyone purchase this book. Whether you plan on doing 75 Hard or not, highly, highly recommend reading this book. It's a phenomenal book. I agree too, because I, I wasn't going to read the book, but then you read it and said it was so good. And then by the time I read it, I was on day 53 or 54. And I'm like, it would have been really good to kind of prep us, I think. So if you have the book, you read it, mm -hmm. you know what to expect. And or, or what to watch out for. It was, and it, it got into the mental toughness because when I read the book, I mean, we all talk about how we have crazy food dream, dream oh, and yeah. how our brain, right, justify, oh, you know, we didn't mean to eat it. We're not going to start from day one. And when you read the book, you're, and then as you go through the set, the days, I remember having a food dream and, and inadvertently pop a cookie. I'm not, I don't even eat cookies, but I did. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going back to 71 uh, day one. And it, and I, I, that's what I thought was really fascinating was how our brain tried every excuse. It, it doesn't take much for, for the brain to excuse us from doing something and justifying, like justifying mm -hmm. so quickly, right? And then going through it as yeah. you get later on the, the journey, I mean, day 69, having the dream. And I remember thinking I was on day 69, I was so excited. And then I dreamt that I eat a cookie and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm starting from day one. I didn't even try to say it was an accident, you know, like no, no justification. It was like, you did that. Now you're, now you're going to go back to day one. It's okay because it's okay to go back to day one. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, we fear that because mm -hmm. we think of it if we didn't make it to 75 that we would fail but it's actually we always say you know it's not it's not the destination it's the journey and i i feel that and and today on 75 i was like i was talking to you when i came it kind of feels sad because now i don't have to do all these <laughs> i kind of like the structure like i was actually i'm getting into a really good groove yeah but i'm so looking forward to that big McDonald's French fries. <laughs> like I'm totally getting that. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, Catherine, one of the things that I remember you sharing that you thought the reading part would be hard, just like Val mentioned, um, what has been your greatest for both of you to answer this, but what has been your greatest takeaway of actually, you know, diving in and spending some time reading? You know what? Like, yeah, because I literally have books like this on my nightstand that I would start get to about third page 30 and just lose interest and then just never get time to read. But because I have to read 10 pages and I have to finish a book, I've actually finished six amazing books. And I love that. And I'm going to definitely continue it. I don't know if, if I'm tired. Like some days you're so tired, you're, you're not even sure what you're reading. So I, I don't know if I would do it, <laughs> but like, like, I'm not like Sherry. I'm a slow reader. So reading 10 page sometime could take me half an hour or 35 minutes, right? Like, cause, and just that focus of being like, just reading, right? Like that, that was a discipline that I, I love having now. And I've, I've read some amazing books and I'm going to continue doing it. I, I got already a stack of three that I already have on the go now that ready when I finish the book, right? So it was, it was to read book from front to back because I haven't I done that. It was interesting. Um, when I read the book, uh, Catherine, um, I didn't make the connection. Like I just thought you had to read 10 pages, right? But I thought, well, if I don't love the book, I won't finish the book. No, no, no. In his book says you actually have to finish the book. So that was a big takeaway for me. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, definitely. I, I'm on day 60 and I am starting my sixth book. I just started yesterday. But one of the things that I did find challenging but good was there was one book that Karen loaned me and it was such a hard read and such a long book and I kid you not but if I had not read that book I'd probably be on my eighth book right now so one I'm French so sometimes I have to take my time reading something so that it actually makes sense to me and this one it was all about grit but it was like they dissected a frog in this book. Like it was just such a tough read. So for me, I found it so challenging that I actually couldn't start reading another book because I just wanted to put the book down. Like I, I have never counted how many pages are left in the book before the acknowledgements at the back. And I actually went and counted how many pages I had left. So yeah, the reading has been great. I can't remember the last time that I actually read that many books and I, from, you know, beginning to end, I would always have books. But before I started 75 hard, I had four books going and I was reading all of them at different times, but it would always take me so much time. I mean, in one of the books I had found a WestJet um, ticket that was from March 17, 2015 in it. We're in 2020. So to finish that book, right? Yeah. One of the things, Catherine, that you said that you, you said, you know, I have to go back to uh, day one. And one of the biggest things, you know, with building discipline and mental toughness, but not only that, the accountability that there's consequences for actions, right? To reinforce that the consequence is just starting at the beginning, but you're not truly starting fresh start you have knowledge that you carry with you so that when we do this 75 hard again, it's, we've been there before. And I think 
it could be even more challenging um, the second time around um, because we know of the consequence. And I too had some of those food dreams thinking about how I'm going to tell these girls that I ate some cheesies. And I'm like, <laughs> like, how did I do that? And all I kept thinking is, how do I tell them? And uh, I remember being out for dinner and I'm like, man, it would be nice to have, you know, what was it? Um, a blueberry tea. Cause it was, I was on a patio and it was cool evening. And I thought, Oh, that would just hit the spot. And the person I was with, they said, you know, Deb, nobody's here, but you and me, um, you can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, no, not a chance. Um, I have a commitment to myself. And that's one of the biggest things is those commitments and promises to yourself and following through through on the agreement that you have with yourself. So it was no. And one of the things I loved the most is Catherine and I were out for dinner um, with our spouses and uh, had, we had asked for sparkling water in Prosecco glasses. So here's the thing that you can do, you know, you might not be able to have the beverage, but we asked for the fancy glass and the guy came back with raspberries at the bottom of the glass, which was fantastic because it gave us that whole experience we were still looking for. And the glasses were chilled and it was just, it was fantastic just to say it's okay. Now I'm going to pop over to Karen because I want Karen to share some of um, her experiences and some of her greatest challenges with the 75 hard challenge. I thought my biggest challenge was going to be the M&Ms. I was the person before who had the giant M&M bag. My husband would often bring them and I never said don't bring them I would gladly put them in the pantry but it would always stay open so every time we have a walk through pantry every time I'd go through there it was a handful and and I'm off so I really thought the M&Ms was going to be the hard part I think by day three I was over that so um the water wasn't going to be an issue even though it was it was more water than I had to drink on a daily basis before, but I didn't think it was going to be hard. I was already reading again, didn't think that was going to be too hard. The diet, you know, you can tweak it to be what you need it to be, to be getting towards your goals. Um, the workouts I didn't think would be hard, but it was just kind of the odd thing that would catch me. So if I'm taking out food for the kids and there's a fry at the bottom of the bag, you know, like every mom, it's just like, you pop it in and I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's not what I had promised myself that I was gonna gonna go ahead and do. And uh, we put our bed our kids to bed and we snuggle them and read them. And the hard thing sometimes was I would often fall asleep with them until whenever one o'clock. So my husband knew I was doing this. If I fell asleep, he knew that he would have to come and get me to finish my reading quite often. Actually, I think almost every time I would wake up, whether if I fell asleep, so it was 15 minutes, I might've dozed off and then I would go and read and the 10 pages isn't hard until you know, you have to do 10 pages and you're exhausted. So you may not be absorbing anything, but like, I'm pretty sure there were days where I should have really gone back and read those 10 pages a different day because I don't remember what they said. And so it was, it was different things here and there. Day 71 was a very hard day for me. I don't know what it was. I woke up nah, feeling off and 
eight, then went back to lay down. I had slept 11 hours already. So I went back to lay down and I slept again and I just started to not feel great. It wasn't COVID, don't worry. And by noon, I think I had 700 steps. And this is when I'm normally getting over 18 to 21,000 steps. So started to feel a little bit better, had some gravel and managed a 45 minute walk. I got that in and then I started to not feel well again and got the reading in no problem. And it was like, I am not starting back at day one, not because of the, the thought of failing, because like you said, you learn something as you go, but it was like, I have four days left. Like I am finishing. So it was the longest Sunday of my life, probably trying to not feel well and knowing that you have these things to check off. That was, that was probably one of the most challenging days, but it would be the little tiny things here and there that would get you when we were in Canmore. I had forgotten to take my picture, lay down at 1115. I bolted up at midnight to run to the bathroom to snap my picture. So it's the, it's, it's every day is going to be maybe something that's going to trip you up. Yeah. And I, I think it really comes down to being very intentional being <laughs> very much a planner of your days. And letting those people around you, like we're really lucky that we have each other, but letting those people around you, like I know a few of us <laughs> put in, in our little chat, like, look what they brought home. There was mm -hmm. white brownies on my counter. There was chocolate croissants. There was mini cinnamon buns. And I was just yep. like, what the heck is this? <laughs> you know? And uh, I think. But if we didn't have them, we wouldn't appreciate the challenge that it yes. posed That's that right. we are strong enough to resist the you know the things that are trying to break you mentally yeah yeah and there will be different things like this was food you know and then having mm -hmm. food dreams thinking that oh my gosh what just happened here and realizing it was a dream it wasn't real you know but each of us has faced our own challenges with the challenge our own barriers that have come up if I may say, and, um, but also some of the most enriching experiences. I think one of the things that we talked about in the beginning was, yeah, I said I was going out for 45, but I actually went out for 50 or I went out for 60 because I really got into enjoying being on a walk outdoors, you know? No, it would, it, like, I definitely did the 45 minutes, but I would be trying to get to the next kilometer. So it's like, okay, well, I know this route is going to take me 45 minutes. So yeah, it's definitely, I know the air is good for me. It's a nice morning or even the mornings where it wasn't so nice. It's raining in November. And you know what? Let's just go for the, the hour walk at 530 in the morning. Nobody's up at my house anyway. So let's just get that extra fresh air. I think the favorite part actually, Karen, what, and I think um, all of us have had one at some point, is the sunrise photo. <laughs> like if I wouldn't have been up at 530 in the morning and on my walk when the sun came up, I wouldn't have been able to experience that beautiful view. And then when we posted on Facebook, look at check out this view, like people are like, Oh, my gosh, this is in my backyard, <laughs> you know, not realizing the things that we could be missing out on it. And I think it really brings about some mindfulness as well. <laughs> 
You know what's really cool? I started day one of 75 Heart with a six-kilometer sunrise run. And today, 75, I ended with a sunset walk. And I didn't even plan that. It was so amazing. I was, in, I was doing the walk, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is my last walk for the workout, and it's a sunset walk. And I remember, so I went back to day one on my app. I'm like, yep, it was a sunrise walk. It was so that's kind of really, really cool. But uh, I love that. I mean, I love being outdoor. And and I know like there are certain days where my husband's really tired, but he's committed to helping me finish this 75 hard. And but he doesn't want me to go out walking at night. So I mean, he's tired, and he'll so he'll come out with me. And then next thing we know, it's an hour walk because it's mm-hmm. just so nice at the end of the day to kind of clear your head and just walk and talk with your husband and just talk about your day and just it it just always feel better after even though we totally didn't want to do that at the beginning right so there's there's a lot of unexpected pleasures so one of the things that Carrie Dahl talked about in her podcast and I reminded myself at the beginning of this was keep your eyes open for your new experience, because each of us has experienced a very different experience because each of us, it's our own journeys. And I know we, ladies, we can seriously, we can talk for hours and we're going to need to wrap it up here right away. Um, and we might have to have a phase two to this, you know, of interview and, and just share our experience. But what I want to do is I want to kind of do a round table here before we wrap up what's your greatest takeaway and what's one thing that you want to share as advice to the people listening to the people watching this um, on YouTube to, to, to take away. So Karen, let's start with you. One of my biggest takeaways is nothing individually is hard. There are lots of things that can be uncomfortable. And when you combine a lot of them, they may seem hard, but it's just pushing you outside of your comfort zone. And that's where it puts a lot of people off that, well, I don't want to do that. It's just they won't even get to that point almost. So when you look at and you break it down, like I said, nothing's hard about that. But when you, when you look at your day, if you go to work and then you pile on one event, then you pile on event number two. And then by the time event number 20 comes along, you, everything together is mentally stressing you. But when you break it down, it's not, you can do it. And that's kind of what the program has taught me is you can sustain one hard thing, but when you tack on all those other 19 things, how are you doing? So that's one of my biggest takeaways is you can do uncomfortable things because nothing is really that we experience. Nothing is, nothing is per se hard. Thanks so much for that, Karen. That's awesome. Sherry. Oh gosh. Um, I think my biggest takeaway would be that, you know, I, I can, I can confirm, yes, not everything. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's about planning. Um, you know, I 
think when I first uh, was dealt uh, the blow of not having um, my job, I thought, oh, well, I cannot get through this without some red wine. Like this is like, I'm not going to be able to do 75 hard because I'm definitely going to need some wine. Now, I did have wine on that first day and sang Dixie Chicks at the top of my lungs <laughs> with my twin sister. Um, but then it, it wasn't such, it wasn't the factor that I thought it was going to be. So I really just should have started the next day on day one. You know, it's, that was, I just needed that one day, but the, the not drinking alcohol, I thought was going to be a bigger deal, but it turned out to not be a very big deal. So for those people that maybe are concerned about that, um, I also, though, have been somebody who's done a challenge before and uh, last year uh, didn't have alcohol for nine, almost 10 months. So that's something I am used to as well or can do. Awesome. But on that, but on for this journey, I was like, nope, no can do. <laughs> Thank you for sharing as well. Uh, Catherine. You know, um, my takeaway is that you can do anything you put your mind to it if you wanted to. It's, it's a matter of like, do you want, do you really want to? Because if you do, you will do it. And I kind of take my, the little tick that we have to do as one task at a time. I don't try to get, oh my God, I got to get through it. I just kind of say, okay, I need to kind of plan, just got to kind of get a plan going, but it's just like, okay, workout number one, done, right? And I reading, I mean, water is not a problem for me because I probably drink five liter easily. I've, I've adapted. But the one thing that I realized was like an epiphany when I read the book was it's the small things that can get that can trip you off like you know like you think oh that's just nothing and it's but the thing is we just do one small thing it by the end of it it's become one big accomplishment right and sometimes we feel the need that if it's small we don't pay attention to it or oh it's okay to skip or whatever but if we just do it one day, every uh, one small thing a day increase by 1%, the impact mm -hmm. at the end of 75 is, it's so amazing, right? I didn't think I could get rid of alcohol and I don't even drink very much, but it's just the, it's just the fact that you couldn't do something. I think that's more of a challenge for some people. And, and that was for me, like, I can't do that. And and I, I had all this crazy dream about dessert and I'm not even a dessert person, but just because I couldn't do it, my brain was trying to justify, right? So I, I think we justify a lot and we don't give ourselves enough credit. And I think the key to success in this program or in life is do the small thing and we can do hard thing. We can do it, you know, it's just, do we want to? That's the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Catherine. And Val? Hmm. Well, I'm on day 60. So I have another 15 days to go. And I will say that I thought for me, once you girls would all be done, that I would find it very challenging to keep going. Because 
in the early beginnings, not now, but in the beginnings, that was my biggest challenge. Cause I knew I'm a very strong individual. I know that. And, but I don't like to fail and I never have my entire life. So if I fall, I know how to get back up. It takes me time, but I've always said, you know, it takes a village to raise a child and I am a child. Okay. So I need my community around me. And I thought, I, the girls are going to be done and I'm not prepared and I'm not ready to start when you guys were, I wasn't ready when you were starting Deb because it was summer and I knew I had camping trips with my kids. And then I had one more trip and then it was September long and I just knew I couldn't start with everyone. So I thought, well, if I don't start at the same time as them, I'm not going to be able to finish this. Well, fast forward life 60 days later. And now I'm like, well, I've got this. I only have 15 days to go. So, but for me, I think, you know, the most encouraging is that, and I keep going back to the book and I actually opened it to the page because there's on page 148, you know, one of the things that he says is, as you're doing this, your standards are going to continue to rise. Your momentum will get better. Your performance is going to continue to grow. Like at the beginning, I was doing two straight workouts. Then I developed tennis elbow and then I couldn't use my arm. And I was using five pound dumbbells on one side and 25 pounds on the other side. And it's incredible how if you just push through and keep going, it's so true that you develop all these strengths and it's not even, they're not even physical strengths. They're, it's psychological. It's mental. It truly is mental toughness. So that's been my biggest takeaway out of all of this, kind of like what Catherine said, and I think Karen, and, you know, we can all echo the same thing, but um, we can do great things. We are truly unstoppable. It's if you want to do it, you can do it. If almost like there, I know it sounds cliche, but if there is a will, there is a way. And, but the biggest thing is if, we all surrounded ourselves or we lived only in negativity or we had no one supporting us, then I don't think we could do it. Because if I reflect back on my life five years ago, I don't think I could have done it. But the fact that I have, you know, a great community like you girls and my friends and my family and my husband and everyone supporting in this, I think is what is what has helped me personally to be able to make it to day 60 because without everyone's support or my spouse coming out walking with me, I, I wouldn't do it. I think we could do it alone I, with this group and, and what I know, I think we could, it's just how hard do you want the hard? That's right. I, I, I heard something great the other day is a bee doesn't make honey alone. It takes the hive to, to make the honey. So it takes us all to help each other succeed. And yeah, I totally know that you guys could have done it on your own, but it just makes it easier and more of that village community sense mm -hmm. when you have the account. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. So true. Well said. Yeah. And for me, my my takeaway was is having this community part having this connection coming up with variety of activities because you don't always have people in your life that support 
um, some of the things that you might crazily get into. And I'm lucky I have a bunch of crazy friends who join me into some <laughs> things. Um, but to also know that wherever there's someone with an opinion or, you know, that might not be supportive of you or challenging the idea of going into the challenge, knowing that a challenge is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And just because someone's not interested in doing it, don't let that stop you from still going ahead for yourself. Because for me, the greatest takeaway that, again, it's comes down to doing it for, for me, doing it with my friends. But it, it came down to, again, it's another place of that personal validation. Saying, you know what, I'm doing this for me. Like asking yourself, why are you choosing to do the program to begin with? Is it because you want to see a physical transformation? And he doesn't promise a physical transformation. Um, But it is about mental toughness. And I know that for myself, the mental toughness got stronger. And as we are going through the days, there were days I threw up my hands up in the air and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go down on the, on the stepper, or I'm just going to ride the bike, even though I don't feel like it. And I just put on, you know, an audio or I put on some music and just cranked it because you need to change your state. And once you get going, you're 20 minutes in, it's like, okay, I got 25 more minutes to go. I'm not going to stop now. Right. So to push through whatever challenge you may face, it may be support. It may be, you know, temptations on the counter. Um, But basically I agree with all of our message is that you can do hard things. And it's just a matter of choosing what your heart's going to be for you. So I want to thank you all for joining me here today. Um, what a fabulous experience to share this with you. Um, memorable experience. And I can't wait till we do it again. I know that Andy Frazella has the Live Hard program, which I've now been introduced to. And I know for myself, I know I'm going to continue on this journey. My uh, son had challenged me to continue an extra 25 days of only, you know, the two extra workouts and to drink the water, but half, he said, I can do half and do the workouts and I'm a week post. And I'm proud to say I've had two workouts a day and that continuing. And I don't foresee it stopping because at Mm. 530 this morning, I was like, okay, got to go outside. Got to go for that 45 minute walk. You know, we catch up on the weather, we catch up on, uh, you know, the sun rises. And I am just so grateful to share this with the audience out there on a global scale to, you know, encourage you to do hard things and share with you some of these amazing ladies that I have in my life and their experiences with you. I'd love for you to go over to my website at www.debrakazowski.com. You can pop in your email. You'll get a free video course called Making Habits Stick. Um, and stay in touch. You know, you can send, put a message in the comments of the video, write a rating or review for the Millionaire Woman Show. And if you email me and you want to comment on some of the comments that the, the ladies have shared with you, um, please send me an email at Deborah at debrakazowski.com and I will be sure to forward it to everyone. Thank you again for joining us. I'll let everyone say a goodbye and uh, go ahead, start with Sherry and go around. Bye. Thanks for letting us share. Awesome. Dow. Bye, everyone. Thanks for. The invite, Deb, and thanks for doing this. Catherine.
Yes, thank you very much. This is uh, my first time being on your podcast, so very honored. Thanks, Catherine and Karen. Thanks, Deb, for having us on this podcast and for starting a trend that none of us are going to stop anytime soon. That's right. 100%. 100%. As Mahama Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And on behalf of myself, Sherry, Val, Karen, and Catherine, go out and make today great. You can do hard things.